Hey everybody, and welcome to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I am your host, John Yamasato, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? Devin Nakoba. Hi. Mr. Reed Shimabukuro, who we're hey. going to be introducing in a second. Uh, but before we begin, let me remind our... And, and some construction. Yeah. So that'll be going on in the back as yeah. well. Exciting. Uh, before we begin, we'll remind our audience of the ways they can listen to the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, or Apple Podcasts to download the podcast itself. Or you can email us at highsessions.yahoo.com to keep in touch with the show. Lastly, if you would like to help the show and get more music on the channel, you can donate at our Patreon.com website, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. There you'll get more involved with the show. There's some swag. You get some beeping. And uh, you can help determine who and what is filmed. Now... I said lastly, but there's actually one more thing I wanted to talk about is the beautiful Eureka Proms behind yes. us were provided nice. by Kupu Kupu Landscaping. Woo-hoo. So thank you to Kevin thank you, over Kevin. there. Kupu Kupu Landscaping, our one and only sponsor of the show, <laughs> but, uh, but dedicated, man. He came out, brought yeah. these palms for us and uh, actually hung around. We're going to have him on. A, he's a super interesting dude. Started his own landscaping company. He's really young. So, I mean, uh, to be a young business owner, I think that's going to be something interesting to talk about. But anyway, you can go to kupukupulandscaping.com, visit there. You can find Devin at Kumu 94.7 in the mornings, highlife808.com with Kyle. And I think that's all for our introductory thingamajiggies. So I will turn my uh, attention to Reed here. Oh, hi. Reed is a professional photographer. He's also a food blogger. So we're going to be doing a lot of photography food talk today. Sounds good. Sounds good. You, you can you can dig with that. I think I know a little bit about both of those subjects. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Pretty sure. Now I met Reed uh, a while ago doing a thing for Shriners. It was a um, a charity event, and there was a lot of people there. So I'm there taking pictures with my camera, and I see this guy running around. I never forget it because I was like, so there's these thing called alien bees, and you guys don't do photography, so you don't know what an alien bee is. But an alien bee is like a studio level uh, flash. So, you know, you have a normal flash that you put on the camera, but these are like ones you would mount, okay? But I see Reed, he's got one in his hand, and he's <laughs> running around there taking pictures with this Alien V studio light, and I thought, whoa, this guy is intense, man. He's like, he's serious. He's got this like studio thing that he's got. I, him, you must have a battery. Yeah, I had to hook that up to a battery too. Yeah, because so I was carrying that around as well. Yeah, it's not something you can just hook to a camera and shoot. Like, is it heavy? Oh, it's pretty heavy. It's yeah. like a Man, big you need some endurance to do yeah. that, you know. That's how I stay so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta carry on his so so yeah. So ever since then, I always th- I, I started following him on Instagram. He takes great pictures. I, I have to say, most of his pictures are of food. Uh yeah, most of them are yes. Food but, and travel mostly ninety nine percent. Yeah. Yeah, but he does all kinds of studio commercial work and things like that. But do you, so right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you even start getting into photography? Because your stuff is pretty unique with all the, I mean, you're really a flash guy. There's people who like natural light photography. There's people who do portraits and stuff, but mm-hmm. you use that flash quite a bit and it really makes for some real eye popping, uh, pictures. Oh, thank you. So yeah. How, how did you even get into photography? Um, uh, well, it was about the time I figured out that I didn't really like going to school anymore. Okay. So, right. oh, yeah. 
Who else do we know that Sashima Bukuro is like that? Oh, so by <laughs> the way, I, what's I, I the name, know, bro? Your last on. name, your last name is Shimabukuro too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Yeah, oh, for yeah. real? Yeah, I didn't know his last yeah, name. Yeah, no, dude, and he says the same exact thing for what? how he got into what he does for a living. Oh, that I hated school. Hate yeah, school? that he yeah. hated school. School sucked, yeah. Yeah, hey, you know, I I liked it in high school, and you know, previously, but yeah. after I got to college, it's like, uh, it's kind of boring now. Yeah, you know, kind of want to do something else. Yeah, and. At the time, when I did a little mental inventory of my marketable skills, <laughs> I felt that photography was the best shot. Um, so, you know, I rolled with that. I started doing some uh, wedding photography. I did a lot of Japanese weddings because at the time, there were a lot of people uh, who could take uh, good photos for weddings. Um, and there was, you know, people who spoke Japanese because I can speak Japanese too. But there uh, wasn't a lot of people who could do both. Okay. Uh. So since I could do both, uh, a Japanese wedding company asked me to take photos for them. So that's how I I started uh, realizing that hey, you know, I could do this as a job, and I could I could turn it into something, something a little bit bigger. I you know I could go into business for myself. Yeah. And do all kinds of stuff. Now, how how are you bilingual? Are you from Japan? Because you just oh, no. you talked earlier from Kamiki High School. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not, no, not Kamki region, but anyway, oh, like, uh, so I'm fourth generation <laughs> Japanese. So, like, okay. you know, my, my parents born here, born and raised here. My grandparents born and raised here. My great grandparents came from Okinawa and Hiroshima. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I'm, I grew up, I didn't speak Japanese growing up. I, I just learned it in school. Oh. So, um, it was purely academic. But, I mean, you know, growing up in Hawaii, you were exposed to a lot of Japanese words. Mm-hmm. You know, you get. You watch TV, you got Kiku, all those kind of shows. Mm-hmm. You, you see, um, you know, Soko ga Shiritai, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so you're exposed to the language, at least a little bit. You kind of, you know, take it in passively. So I have a question. But yes, yes, shoot. <laughs> go ahead. By the way, this is the point of the podcast where I panic that I didn't hit the record button on the phone. Oh, oh my go check. God. Yeah. I, I hit it. Did you turn it off? I did. Kyle, go on with your question. No, no, I wait to use. Yeah. But by the way, I apologize. There was when you were talking about the podcast. There was a giant crinkle from my plastic uh, water bottle. John will like, forgive you. I was like, oh, oh no, you're, you're forgiven. No I'm worries. sorry. Okay, okay, so, let's go. Um, you know, Japanese last names. Yeah, yeah. Let's go through this because maybe you can explain it to me. All right. Why our name means what it is? Because okay. I know your Instagram handle. And oh I, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, John's last name is Yamasato. Right? Yamasato, yeah. which means mountain. Sato. Mountain Sato. Mountain Sato. 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 Yeah. I don't know what Sato actually means. Sato uh, sugar. Udu, yeah, depending on the kanji. Mountain sugar. Could be sugar. And then Devon is Nekoba, which means cat field. <laughs> yeah, Bali is field, Bro, right? You never took Japanese. It also Bali? depends on the kanji. Could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he matches a cat but field. But that, that, that sounds like a good description I'll buy it. for Devon. Yeah. It's funny because I'm allergic to cats. Yeah, but, but all right. Shimabukuro, yeah. in what I learned, it means island bag. That's right, yes. And island I was bag. thinking maybe there's a little bit more eloquent meaning behind that, <laughs> and you might know now. What, what does it mean? Hey, it just means island bag, bro. <laughs> that's, that's what it means. <laughs> so well, island. What is an island I bag, mean, it's, though? In Okinawan, like, Okinawan names, I think, tend to be... You know, they got connotations of island, castles, stuff like that. Um, it's, you know, something about Okinawa. I, Okinawa is a small island, so, yeah. you know, they just... Carrier. Why we're not? Carrying our island, island in our bag. bag. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of, you know, we're carrying guess, that that's a cool island heritage. Yeah. No, because, no, like, we have a friend named Shimizu, and he mm-hmm. wanted to put his kanji on, on his surfboard, or I think it was tattoo or something. I'm okay, like, yeah. what does that mean? He goes, clear waters. I'm like, that's an awesome 
last name. Yeah, yeah. Then I like, what does mine mean? And I looked up and I'm like, <laughs> what does Island Bag mean? <laughs> you know. So I thought you might have, you know, yeah. educated me on a, on a a more clearer meaning of our last name, but um, I guess not. No, yeah, no. I mean, I had the same reaction too when I. You know, when I started learning Japanese, yeah. I was like, "Oh, I wonder what my name means." You know, I, so I learned the kanji. It's like, "Oh, island Shima." Then I was like, "I didn't know what Fukuro meant." It's like, "Oh, Fukuro means bag." It's like, "Oh, my name means that." Oh, interesting. Yeah. But you know, it when I think of our name in Japanese, like when I and I visualize the kanji in my head, yeah. it sounds pretty cool, in my opinion. It's just when you turn it into English, yeah, it's like, okay, <laughs> that's so. weird. Um, and we're in good company. I mean, Jake has the same last name as us, so at least we're in good company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, that's three people we know. If Shubukuro, <laughs> yeah, none of them are related to each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we guarantee come from the same tribe somewhere down the line. Uh, right? Maybe. Yeah. There's actually, Shimabukuro is like a really, really common name in Okinawa. Oh, really? It's like, it's like almost like Smith. It's oh, really, really common. Really? Yeah. There's plenty of Shimabukuros in, oh. in Okinawa, if you, if you like look at the directory. Um, and, you know, a lot of them came here too. To yeah, Hawaii. yeah. Oh, like, what, what generation are you? What generation am I? Four, two. Yeah. You're four. Four, you're right? Dead, you're, like your great-grandparents came from? Came. Yeah, they came. Yeah. Your great but my mom's side was born here, though. So, yeah, but you my dad's side, came. Usually, yeah. you take from the father, yeah, my, right? My, my, yeah, so like my great-grandparents came to Hawaii. Yeah. So I'm fourth. So like you start, like the, the first immigrants are the Issei, first generation. And then their kids are the Nisei. Their kids are the Sansei. And then their kids are the Yonsei. So I'm Yonsei. Yeah. So you, you go, you think Okinawa, okay, and you think, okay, who would they look more like if you went Okinawa, me or Reed? What you mean? Like the type of person, like me, I'm short, hairy. You That's know, Okinawa. Fat, <laughs> <Yeah. this> Okinawa. <laughs> well, I'm half, technically I'm half Okinawan. Okay, because yeah. they all look like him, you know. They don't what? look like me. I stood out like a sore thumb when oh, I went Okinawa. Nah, get plenty look like you too. Huh? Get plenty. Oh, I mean, you have more of a. Um, it depends what you are wearing too, and your kind of demeanor. Yeah. Um, I don't think a lot of. Well, I don't know. It's been about eight years since I went, but, I mean, you kind of got a real local Japanese look to you. I think. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. But it's the water. It's the water. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Pearl, Pearl City. That's why. You, you know, your like, mother isn't. Your mother wasn't. I'm Okinawa, full, right? man. Are you full? One hundred percent. Really? Yeah. So I thought everybody when I went to Okinawa was gonna be hairy. <laughs> That's not the case, man. Not, not everybody. Get short. Out. That's not the case either, man. Like oh. I, I kind of stood out, and I'm like, where do I belong? <laughs> in, in in Hawaii. In yeah. Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. That's our home, man. It's yeah. our home. Anyway, no, sorry to get off track. Oh no 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 no! I love stuff. Okinawa. I just, when was the last time you were there? The Okinawan Festival, the worldwide. Oh, you went to. Festival. Oh, you went to that one. Oh, I went yeah, to yeah. Taikai, um, two years already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a. It was amazing. Yeah, I bet it was. Like I wanted to go to that too, but I had something else. Forget what it was. Yeah. Well, what next time you come, we can hang on sit together in the yeah. Shimabukuro section. So, like, what <laughs> you do stuff with the yeah the Shimabukuro <laughs> section? Yeah. You are do you like do stuff with HOA? I never was really into that culture. Oh, okay. Like I, I always to me assimilated more with the local oh, okay, Hawaii yeah. culture. Oh, but I mean, you know, that's a local yeah. And then I realized the similarity. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I went there, I appreciated the similarities oh. that we have. No, but like the HOA is the Honolulu or yeah Hawaii United Okinawan Association. Yeah. No, like, I never was in involved in anything oh, okay, like that. Okay. Yeah. So, well, like your parents do? They were no. in a, one of the clubs? I never even went to a bond dance, nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. You know what's weird is I never went to bond dance either when I was young. But my wife was, was really into it on Maui. Oh. So we, we go now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mililani. The Mililani. Food's good, man. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The food is <laughs> great. Do you dance or you just eat? Uh, I try to go, but I don't really know the dances. So I'm just out there kind of <laughs> doing my thing, you know? <laughs> doing your thing. You're I, doing I your try thing. to follow along, but uh, nice. yeah. Hope you saw that on video just now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because yeah. I know me and Devin would just be on a lawn chair eating the corn the whole time. Pretty much. We wouldn't yeah, be dancing. Be and the andagi and stuff. Yeah. The food is amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, so when you were doing your wedding photography with the, yeah. the Japanese uh, weddings here, mm-hmm. was it back when there was still film cameras or was it always oh, digital? Oh, no, no. I was always digital. Always digital? Yeah, yeah. I remember back when we were starting off Pure Heart and we had a, you know, obviously the guy to take our um, album cover and stuff. Mm-hmm. He used to be an attorney. And he said, mm-hmm. oh, I make more money taking pictures than I did as an oh, attorney. Oh, yeah. well, that's not the case but, anymore. Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> then, but then now everybody can take pictures, right? Yeah, the so, barrier to entry has gone down quite a lot. Yeah. Um, but, but there's still... Yeah room for people who can do it really well right oh yeah definitely yeah uh the barrier entry has gone down but in order to create really awesome images at a high level um in terms of you know just production values the look and also at some point um a client is going to want an image with a lot of megapixels in it yeah so um, cameras with high megapixel counts that uh, create a low noise image are gonna be kind of expensive, right? Still, right. so um, I mean, you know, the cheap five hundred dollar, one thousand dollar cameras, they're pretty good. Um, you could actually, I mean, you could take one of commercial grade photo, but you know, your clients eventually are gonna demand something a little bigger, especially if they want to print it large, right? Print a magazine, something like that. Um, but for most people, if you know, if they're just doing Instagram stuff, right? Just use your phone. When, when did it switch? Because from I'm film old. to digital, I'm old. Yeah. So I, when when we talked about t- two photographers back in the day, they said, "No, digital is not the way yet. Film is still still mm. the way to go." You know, when yeah. w- at what time did it switch? Because I, I think the first like Nikon and Canon's first digital DSLRs came out in the '90s. I think the late '90s or mid to late '90s, if I remember correctly, um, or maybe it was the early 2000s. I don't know. It was around there. You know, when was it really viable though? I feel like it was probably more like 2005. Yeah, like the first ones were, yeah, your your, like images were, yeah, like five megapixels, super small. I mean, I I remember my first DSLR, my first, yeah, my first digital DSLR was, um, well, that's what it stands for anyway. (laughs) It's redundant. (laughs) Um, My first uh, DSLR was about 12 megapixels, I think. Um, And again, like, to give give a a baseline. You know, like uh, uh, in a a uh, iPhone photo, how many megapixels is that? I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I, I we're don't at know this either. point, we're at the point where like it's kind of irrelevant. To, it's, it doesn't matter really matter anymore. Yeah. In some in some aspects, though, for like for for hobbyists and and amateurs, um, it's kind of a fool's errand to worry about that kind of stuff. Right. Only yeah. At this point, if you if you're working at a higher level. And then you'll need to know this kind of stuff. But yeah. if you just, you know, taking snapshots and whatever, it doesn't matter. Now, it also gone backwards now. I noticed the kids are now going back into getting film now and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so there's like a stuff. little hobby going and a little kind of renaissance. Well, not really. Well, yeah, kind of going back to the it's film. It's kind of like vinyl records. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, 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 you know, right. But has that part even come back in the fold as far as wedding photography no. and other stuff? For pros? Like not really. No. No. Like, the but, workflow is so much easier. Yeah. To, to me, the dumb part about that is... Yeah, you can you can take your pictures on film, but if you want to share it on your social media, well, you got to scan it, and it's gonna be digital again, you know. Uh, so it doesn't really. Yeah. There's certain, I mean, uh, as to taking photography in college, and you know, I'm old, so uh, you yeah. only had film, you didn't have <laughs> right, digital. Yeah. So there was a there was a certain amount of magic you could make when you're in the development room, 
right? Mm -hmm. You can so burn you, and dodge. Yeah, you burn. Yes, you yes, can, exactly. yeah, you can do yeah. all that yeah. kind of stuff. Double. I mean, you can do some of that stuff digitally now. You can. But yeah. it was it was fun to burn in a sky or you mm -hmm. know. is in Photoshop now. Yeah. See, yeah. so yeah. the interesting thing is, like, a lot of people, or not, I don't know how many, but there's a certain segment of the population who critique photos and say things like, "Oh, if you use Photoshop, you're cheating," or "If you edit, you're cheating." You know, things like that. But you know the the tools in Photoshop called Dodge and Burn stuff like that. Yeah. Those are actual darkroom techniques, like you were saying, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Um, that have a basis in the film photography and darkroom processing, and that's totally legit. That's what they did. Yeah, that's what they yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, it, the whole the art of photography. It's a whole process from, you know, patience waiting for the shot actually taking the shot the technique you know what you're looking for and then processing it you know it's a whole process and and every every part of that every step of that process is integral to the you know to creativity to art or to your client or, or whatever and they're all important yeah how important to you right now with all this technology yeah is lighting Oh, very important. That's like one of the most oh, important things. That's, yeah. why he, that's why he carries <laughs> no, on. That's why, that's why I brought it up. A gigantic I light. I know he carries on <laughs> yeah, a light. But it, it, it's still, nothing has replaced that original source of... Uh, yeah, like, if you... You can have a bad camera and a bad lens, but if you have good lighting, you'll still pick it, take a pretty good photo. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'll take that over a great camera and bad lighting. Okay. Um, assuming I can't change the lighting. Because, uh -huh. uh, you know, ultimately the photo is produced by the light that reflects off of your subject hits the sensor and if you know the quality of that light is not the best then you know that that's the raw materials you're building with the photons you know right right there and that's that's so that's like one of the biggest things and so a lot of things or a big uh a big part of photography then is to like what separates kind of the the beginners the hobbyists the amateurs from the more professional types or people who produce really good content is how they recognize light or how they can shape it and control it themselves or find a situation where it's already good and you know determine when and where that is uh, yeah it, there's a lot of techniques to getting the best ideal like ideal lighting conditions you can either find it yourself know where to look for it or you make it yourself yeah okay, got it involving you know like photographers or videographers when they walk into a room they're looking at how it the light that's coming in. Well, I noticed he goes, hey, you have good lighting because we have natural light. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the first things I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah look at that. It's, it's yeah. nice. Which is great because for this podcast, I don't have to set up uh, extra light. Yeah. You know, like, mm -hmm. which I have to do when we go inside the house. Right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, let, let's we do... say that the sun goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. But uh, so, so Reed, let, let's, uh, let's do this for our audience because, you know, obviously, sure. I'd yeah. say less than 50% of our audience is professional photographers. Mm -hmm. So most of them will be, uh, you know, hobbyists or just people that want to take a picture of their kid or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. What I tell people is that you don't have to go get a expensive camera. Oh, yeah. Most people can just do everything that they need to do on their iPhone at this point. Definitely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because so from a tec technical point, the reason why Reed carries a large camera is because of the megapixels. And that's among other things. Among yeah. other things. Yeah. But. But it's, it's the ability to squeeze as many little dots on the screen as possible, make a, the file size larger so you can blow it up bigger. You know, because as you can make it bigger, then you can edit things out and you can do things, manipulate the pictures better with better quality than if you had less pixels. Plus, you could blow up the picture bigger. Mm. Like, I don't know how big an iPhone picture can go, but 
when Reed takes a picture with his camera, it could go on the side of a building. Yeah, you know, which, the size is, which, of the which it has before. Which yeah. it has, yeah. yeah. So Really? Wait, what? Yeah, I mean, like, if you've been to, like, Uniqlo in the past yeah. year, you saw there was a picture of, like, Max Holloway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I took that. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, see, so so <laughs> as you blow up a iPhone picture, you're gonna start to see all the graininess and yeah. the, the, you know, yeah. but, but yeah. his it'll be clear yeah. even if you. But most people are not blowing up the picture of their kid playing soccer to right. the size of a gigantic poster. How did they put Max on a big are, wall like that though? Is it a big sticker or is it how did how did it? Uh, they got it printed locally. I think it was. It might have been something like a big sticker. I mean, they adhered it to the wall somehow. Is it, it was, tiled? No, no, no. It was it was some, on some sort of paper substance thing wow yeah, I don't wow, know you'd have crazy. to ask them yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah um, they just you, said we need to make a really big picture of Max Holloway <laughs> can you take that <laughs> hey, he's super cool though you, know, you should have him on the podcast yeah, he's, he's really cool oh we'd love to have him yeah. on the podcast we had his trainer yeah. on the podcast once that was great oh nice yeah, 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 yeah. we're getting closer yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, got, yeah. we got the trainer and then we got the guy who took a shot of him so now <laughs> next steps, is him steps, yeah, yeah, yeah moving yeah, up the ladder but yeah so like what you were saying with the um, the difference between the camera like I use actually I have it right here if you want to see okay but um, John will be very excited. The well, while he's doing that, I'll I'll I'll, like, I'll, I'll like, it's right of, here. Oh, oh, oh that's, so that was quick. All try right. not Ooh, to. Uh, that's a big lens. Yeah. Oops, uh, thank you. I'm compensating. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like the one of the main differences is like the sensor on your iPhone or this is a Pixel, but the sensor on your camera phone. Yeah. Is like sorry, I did that thing. It's, okay. it's, it's like this big. The sensor here. I mean, if you, it's a lot bigger. Mm. Yeah, that's the size of a matchbook, maybe. Yeah, small it's, it's pretty big. Um, and that allows more light to hit the sensor per square centimeter or per unit area and ultimately leads to a cleaner picture because there's more information coming in. There's, it can collect more photons um, per area over time. And so, you know, it's, it's, like, a, um, it's like the signal-to-noise ratio is a lot cleaner with the camera with a big sensor yeah um yeah and so so for the hobbyist uh, again you know th that's nice to have and if you're <laughs> if you you know well to do and you want to you want to spend on a good camera go go for it you know but the other thing that people don't realize What's is that? beyond the, just the body of the camera there's the lens oh right? yeah the, the lens makes a big difference a big too. difference big difference too so why is the, why is the lens important versus my my little lens on my iphone well, uh, for example, your iPhone, or you know, camera phones in general, um, they might have an optical zoom or they might have a digital zoom. I mean, the digital zoom is basically just cropping the image, so you're losing um, information by cropping it, where the, whereas the optical zoom you know, actually takes the light rays and focuses it onto a smaller area so that you know, you're not losing any. You still have the full resolution uh, of, of, of the image. Uh, but you know, something like this, um, there's a reason that this is so girthy and long. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, it, it ultimately, like I said before, it, it's, the lens's job is to collect light. Yeah. And the bigger it is, the more light it can, it can uh, collect and then focus onto the sensor. Um, if your lens can't do that, then it'll have worse performance in low light situations. And thus, you'll get more noise in your photo. Right, right. Um, so, you know, basically things like that. But again, if you don't have a really sensitive lens, then you can go to the route of just using a lot of light. Right. Um, so, right. you know, there's, there's, it's like a give and take. There's like a triangle of 
Uh, I mean, like you know, if you, you what you, you what you can't make up in one area, you can compensate with a different thing, or you know, there's all these variables you have to consider to create the ultimately your final image. And right now, something that big and long and intimidating. Yes, yes. <laughs> I Is hear that, that the a lot, same yes. type of setup you'd use for like a food shot? Oh yeah, I, I use this camera for my food all the time. Uh, it's, I use this one or another one. Okay. Um, this one is a Fujifilm camera. My other camera is a Nikon. Um, it really depends what I feel like carrying, um, and if uh, how much, uh, uh, what kind of a shot I want to do. But that's your go-to setup then, pretty much. Uh, it's maybe about half the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it depends. And you, you kind of carry that around wherever you go, right? If I'm eating something, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, because you do the food. Oh, okay. okay, okay, so let's get into the food stuff. Yeah, all right. Now, now Devin's going to just perk up. <laughs> so, it's always fun. It's always fun. So you just, uh, you just like eating or the food? Oh, who doesn't like eating? Okay. Right? Well, Everyone loves I eating. I don't understand, though. He likes eating, you like eating, and you're two different body, body types. Body types well, of it's because he only eats once a day. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I told Devin. Oh, once, really? Yeah. 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 Um, I try to only eat once a day. Because, what? yeah, I... I know. I had the same reaction. I was <laughs> like, what? But, but that once a day, do you pig out enough to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yeah, usually. Oh. Because I like to eat a lot. I can eat a lot. Um, but if I ate a lot three times a day, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's no a, good. There's a very fat Asian yeah. man. Then there, yeah. There's a guy who looks like you in yeah. there. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> so, you know, I have to make a compromise. Uh. Uh, I'll eat a lot, but I'll, I'll only do it once. And luckily that for is, me, that is a commitment. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's actually not bad for me. I mean, like I don't really get hangry like a lot of other people do. Wait, what time of day do you usually eat? Well, whenever. Okay. I just eat like if there's an event, a food event or whatever. Did I'll you just, eat yet? Today? Yeah. Um, I had a small slice of leftover pizza this morning. And you're not gonna uh, eat ever again no. until tomorrow. <laughs> uh, maybe. See, today's an exception. I didn't have any food event to go to, so oh, okay. usually those days I'll just figure out something. Because even, um, we talked to Kat Toth, and what she does, yeah. she's always around food, right? With she is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she doesn't eat the entire meal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? She was like, you know, you, you guys think I eat the whole thing. I don't. I, I eat a little bit, you know, yeah. and stuff. It's not like the whole thing is gone. Guys, guys like that, too. Guys like that, too. You're not like that. <laughs> I do that, too. No lie. But no, sometimes, I mean, I, eat, I try to eat the whole thing. Yeah. Because I want to be, I want to show the chef that yeah. I, I mean, if I liked it, you know, I'm going to eat the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I would eat the whole thing. Yeah. I respect you to eat the whole thing. Yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> but but yeah, so I don't really get hangry. I can go for a while without eating. Oop, sorry. And um, the the like I like to hydrate. So drinking enough water, taking some fiber too, it'll keep the the hunger pangs at bay. But it, but again, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. And I'm kind of used to it by now. Yeah. You've always been a thin guy. Most yeah, I pretty much always look like this. The only thing that's really changed. <laughs> Why you keep looking at me, bro? What? I'm trying to figure out what me and you can look like. This like we'll be a food camel like him and just yeah, only eat once a day, and then you're good. Like you, this whole thing must looks like like this because we're the heavy side of the uh, podcast. You know, right here. It's a thin I, side. I man. just don't like the fact that he keeps looking at me. Like, hey, look, you're fat guys, Devin. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but well, I'm just no, no, saying, no. Well, I don't know why you got to... I'm saying I'm not no John or Reed here either. Yeah, I know, I know. So well, John so used what? to have a belly, and I don't know what happened to it. He lost so it somewhere. Working out. 
I mean, you can pretty soon. I, I, I don't. Well, the thing is, I don't eat that much either. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, f- he says he forgets to eat. <laughs> I think that's why he's eat. playing Fortnite. <laughs> he plays Fortnite because it helps him forget to eat. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Distract if I'm if mind. I'm busy, I just don't think about eating. Mm-hmm. I, I, but if I'm not, I, I will eat. Yeah, I'll snack and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm, yeah, that you know, that's a good strategy too. Yeah. I mean, for me, the only thing that's really changed is I don't. My abs are gone. That's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm the same weight as I have always been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so, what was your most memorable one meal a day that you've eaten recently? Oh, and recently? Who, what restaurant was that and what was it? Okay, well, yesterday I was at uh, the street, or what used to be the street. Um, it, it's now, uh, so, so unfortunately, the street uh, is no longer with us in International Marketplace in Waikiki. Oh. So, that got replaced. It's now Kuhio, Kuhio Food Hall, I believe they're calling it. And uh, now International Marketplace is going to manage that area themselves oh. in partnership with uh, Ho'okipa something something company anyway yeah, they fed us really well we got a lot of pizza burgers locomoco um, tacos oh man they gave us the works and a lot of a lot of beer and stuff too that was good so it was good yeah it was really that's good that's a lot of food there's a lot of places international marketplace too like upstairs mm-hmm. too in Mitsuwa get oh. um, Azasu which is they got one of the best tempura dons like tempura bowls on Oahu mm. right now like they they make it it's not the kind of tempura bowl you get at other Japanese restaurants because um, the sauce they put on is like this uh, thicker, sweeter tare sauce. And it just it transforms the whole thing. If you look on my Instagram, you can see some shots of that. With um, They make a tempura egg too. So I have a shot where I'm like holding the breaking egg with the hashi and, and it's breaking. The oh. yolk's pouring out. Oh, it's like egg porn. They call it egg porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best egg porn. Yeah, that yes, sounds good. It's good stuff. Um, but yeah, the, like last week I was at Chef Mavro. Uh, which is one of the best restaurants I've eaten at recently, I think, because just like so, it's it's still called it's called M by Chef Mavro right now, mm-hmm. um, okay. but Chef Mavro actually retired, so uh, Jeremy Shigekane is now the the head chef there. He used to work for Mavro. Uh, have you guys been there before? Like I've been to Mavro when it was I still run by Mavro. I don't back think I've ever day. been yeah. there. Yeah. But, but it was right a million times, and Macaulay. I always think like, yeah, wow, yeah, that yeah. looks good in there, but. Yeah, the food it, is good, but food ooh, is good. Boy, super expensive. You, yeah, if yeah. you went, you went for a special occasion. And yeah. yeah, you yeah. had to save up some money. <laughs> right, right, right. They had a they had a three, a six, and a nine, course. three, six, and nine course nine course meals, and the three would set you back seventy bucks without drinks, just mm. that, and then it would steadily go. Yeah, yeah, it was oh. some bucks. Mm. You mm. It, you know broke the, the mouth, but also broke your wallet too. So. <laughs> food is amazing um, though. But, but what Chef Jeremy is trying to do, he's trying to make it a little bit more accessible to local people. So the price point has come down. I mean, I wouldn't say it's cheap, but it's not, mm. it's, it's doable, you know, for, for a lot more people now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, what they're doing over there, like, they're really taking the concept of Hawaii regional cuisine, like the whole thing that Roy and Alan Guy started, you know, yeah. back in the day yeah. about um, getting, you know, producing your food locally and then, you know, preparing it locally and consuming it locally. That whole concept, like they're doing a lot of good, like a lot of a lot of chefs nowadays are taking a lot more consideration to that concept, trying to trying to um, support local agricultural producers and uh, trying to keep their ingredients fresh. So, and Jeremy's doing a lot in that regard. So I really appreciate that, and and, and his technique is amazing. Um, everything I've tried there, like every like literally everything I've tried there, that he, everything he's ever made for me to eat, it was so good. It's crazy. <laughs> you oh know, it's God. you know it's something good. Cause Reed swears when he talks. About it. <laughs> so, oh my God. He doesn't. He doesn't just say something's delicious. He goes, "That's fucking delicious." It's fucking <laughs> delicious. Oh, no, it's, it's, 
I, it's I, fucking I, amazing. It's really good. <laughs> when it's he really has good. a when he has a fucking in front of it, you know, it's like a really good <laughs> dish. <laughs> so so what would be your like um, if there was like a sleeper place where you think oh people are oh, sleeping on? Well, nobody goes there, but it actually like oh there's this bowling alley in Waipahu that's got the best whatever or something like that you know like is oh there something well actually yeah like what Devin, like we were we were talking about even before the podcast started you were like oh the bald guy who's that yeah and like yeah that guy is in kahuku so if you guys don't know the bald guy it's called <laughs> the bald guy food truck uh he is bald his name is james okay <laughs> uh he's got a food truck uh in in kahuku uh in the old kahuku sugar mill okay so, and it's it's uh right by giovanni's um and he's he makes one of the best kalbi on the island right now really it's so soft so tender just melts in your mouth it's i don't know what he does it's like black magic that guy does it's crazy it's so good um and his pan fried poke is really really good too uh for, and it's out of a food truck yeah it's a food truck yeah so how does one become this food blogger slash photographer that gets invited to go try all these things i oh, mean that, you're, you're employed by the star advertiser no no i employed by myself okay but i i do sometimes shoot for them yeah. okay um, I think it's just a matter of getting out there and and doing it. Yeah, and then I know Devin has his connections with 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 Kumu, right? And the food go. Well, I have a connection with Kumu, but now I have a connection with him. <laughs> He's more important a connection <laughs> than the food go go thing. Because we call you up and go, hey, um, I gotta go shoot this thing, and they need people to eat. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, you wanna come down and eat? I'm like, I told you, shoot? right? <laughs> I told you. That's how I ended up at uh, at uh, Azasu. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were talking story, we we talked, we met on uh, Clubhouse, and then we were oh. talking in our group, and he goes, "Yeah, I gotta go to Asazu," and I went, "Asazu," and I went, "Uh, you need anybody coming along?" He's like, so, "Yeah, you wanna come? Come down." I'm like, "Shoot!" So basically, you met Devin because of his love for food. Well, I met him it. on Clubhouse, really. and then he tags tags along and gets to eat yeah, food. Sure. It's only one time. It's yeah. only the one time, and there will be more. Yeah, there will be more. I mean, technically, I've seen. Trust me. Yeah, I've technically I've met Devin before at yeah when you emceed the Honolulu yeah. uh, the, the Hawaii Food and Wine Festival events, uh-huh. but I never really. We didn't get a chance to talk, talk to you. Yeah, because yeah, he was I'm so he was busy. doing that thing yeah. where he's got the big ass light and he's running around <laughs> taking pictures of everything. You go, oh, and they're like, oh, here's Reed. Go, hey, Reed. He goes, hey, 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 so and then I, he runs off. You're so. a surrogate eater while he's taking pictures of the food. Oh yeah, pretty much. But but he <laughs> takes. But you know, he he's uh, what's good about Reed too is he he takes quick pictures. They're really good, but he just. He bam, he knows what he, he visualizes. Well, he, what he, he can do that because of the light he's using. It's, no, it's, but I mean, but it's yeah, also because he, because he, comp- I don't know, I, I don't mean to speak for you, but he no, like no, composes no. what Thanks. he wants while he's, like he looks at the, because I saw this at uh, Azasu mm-hmm. where you, you looked at the thing and then you took it over and he shoots his thing and he's done, you know, and then he eats a little bit or, or he'll do a little food blog thing. But when he's doing his shooting, he's already thinking, okay, I just need to do this or I need to make this shot and this is how this will work. And then he shoots it, shoots it, and he's done. And it's 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 amazing to watch because other people are doing this and trying to get it. Not everybody is with a good camera. Yeah, those food bloggers use their uh, iPhone. Yeah, I was the only one with a, a, like a big camera. Yeah, when you, so when you this bring... This was the shot he's talking about. Oh. Rah. You can see wow, him. wow. Can that is cool. so cool. That's a nice shot. It's like, there's multiple photos there can, so you can Can swipe. you... Um, Oh, very. Is nice. it okay if we we take one of these and post oh, it yeah, on, yeah, on our ahead, so ahead. we can uh, send you know show the people you can, what yeah, you do? You can like yeah. put it like in the video, right? You can cut to the thing. Yeah, oh like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. This is oh, what yeah. it is. Yeah, you did already. Shut up. No, I know what that's all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was there. He was there. Yeah, I was there when he shot those. So I mean, and that's the that's the part about it. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. 
is that you can to be able to take a the, shot like that no and the speed that uh, it takes yeah. it's yeah. Like the sauce the sauce you know. is so good because what <laughs> happens generally is, and the reason why I think he only eats one, one time a day is because usually when they're asking the food bloggers to go they're asking them to go on off time so you're eating it 2.30 in the afternoon oh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 3 yeah. o'clock in the afternoon because yeah. like, for Fudogogo I've been having to go and they're like oh come to Chart House at 3 o'clock and right, I'm like right. oh, but I'm not, I'm not hungry at 3 o'clock but they're like no I, but the, the restaurant is closed you know they, they have time to give you the service you need in order to take the shots you need mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whereas if you try to go during service like uh, when I went to Cafe Asia mm. they were they were open for business at mm. the time and it made it a little bit more difficult because yeah, she was trying yeah. to and she's super nice but yeah. they're trying to Highly, yeah. serve, serve and, people yeah. and take yeah. care of what I got and yeah. you know they gotta watch out for noise and I'm shooting video and it's like so yeah. I, I understand now why they why they changed the times and made it off hours now yeah. as far as food bloggers and stuff like that there's only a handful on the island right do you see the same people everywhere mm, I things? see a lot of the same people yeah, yeah. Um, you know like Melissa Chang Sean Morris Nadine Cam works our advertiser like Kelly si- uh, Kelly Simek yeah, yeah. KHON2 uh, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of actual like a, a younger generation too who are popping up, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, doing a lot of things too, uh, and so you know the 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 scene is still relatively small I guess, but it's growing mm-hmm. as a lot more people you know want to know what people think about food and you know all of us have a different thing to contribute because all of us have different tastes. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. Um, you know if you don't like. If you find that the things, places that I like, aren't really up to your taste, but maybe somebody else's, you know, uh, food blog is is more your style, then you know maybe take their uh, recommendations more to heart than mine, or vice versa. Um, but the interesting thing, like actually, uh, what you were saying earlier is like, why? How did I g- get invited to all these things? This is sort of a unintentional side effect of the whole food photography, and because oh. I mean, I'm I'm actually not really. A food photographer, I, like I do everything. Yeah. Um, but I'm doing more food photography now is because of COVID. Because um, up to the, up to like 2019, I was doing mostly fashion related stuff and um, stuff for apparel, uh, like you know working with models and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But after COVID hit, like all that went out the window. Yeah. And like all my well, not all, but you know a lot of my uh, points of contact for department stores clothing companies they don't have a job anymore so and no there's no more events going on there's no more um yeah no more marketing for 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 a lot of things so it's like eh, okay can't so, do that so all the content that you do right now you take pictures and and you blog about your the food experience mm-hmm. it's basically that. mostly on instagram yeah. yeah so you're not hired by anybody right no you, and you, i am too so i uh like you, so my my instagram was mainly food focused since about 20 15 or 16 because um, I realized at the time that when I looked at my stats more people were liking my pictures of food and travel as opposed to my pictures of pretty women oh. or and pretty men because uh-huh. um, huh. uh, like people would tell me oh I can't like your picture because then my girlfriend will get mad at me <laughs> no understandable <laughs> I understand so so I was like okay well that's why nobody likes my pictures <laughs> like, right <laughs> right exactly so, you know that's- if, if Right. Go that's ahead. unusual though, because like when I look at Instagram, mm-hmm. honestly, without trying to get busted by my wife, mm-hmm. I'd rather look <laughs> at a pretty girl than a, a, a plate lunch. Oh, but maybe now my my the, thought will change. The, the, like the, maybe, food, maybe. the food thing is a big deal. When I was subscribed to Island Bag, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Instagram, you know, just know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the food port thing is real, man. It's like oh, people get super 
super well, I know you've been into it for a while no it's like food yeah yeah the, like the, the discovery of that whole other area is something completely different because he makes the food look different sometimes than what you're going to get I mean oh. it looks it looks perfect yeah. right uh-huh. and sometimes when you go to the place it doesn't look exactly like that yeah. but you go well shit it tastes good so I don't really care <laughs> <laughs> right? so yeah. if it makes it look really good you're going to go and you're try it you're not about it. the presentation as much as the taste yeah yeah for me it's more about the food oh yeah the taste of the food taste. but I mean having it look good is, is a bonus because if they take it and they put it up on there, like the mm. the Azasu stuff is amazing no, I mean I'm not even joking like both of us have been I've been there multiple times since oh, even since goal. we went yeah, yeah. just because the, the tempura is that good but you know when you get it it doesn't look like what he did the picture oh of, right 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 but it's fantastic tasting mm-hmm. and you know you and I I mean mine I'm, I'm super simple right so I'm like click and that's yeah. it and I'm passing it along but. is it easier or harder when a subject is something that's just stagnant versus you know, you going okay, work it, work it. Oh work yeah, it. You, know, <laughs> you don't do that to the food sitting there, right? You just got, you know, is it is it harder because it's stationary and you got to um, create your own mood? It's it's a little. Well, in, in terms of uh, uh, like golf, yeah, <laughs> I, I would say it's a little bit of both. Like for for one thing, I don't have to direct somebody. Yeah. So it, in that sense, it's easier. But but then again, um, most of the models that I work with are real pro so I don't really have to tell them to do much like yeah. they know what to do already and they're really good at it I, I, I need minimal um, direction for, for people like that uh-huh. I guess the on the flip side is if I'm doing like say a family portrait or whatever and then they're not or like a wedding they're not yeah, yeah. so then, then they'll need more direction in that case yeah it's a little bit different Got but it. like with food um, the most the things I have to worry about I guess are if, it, if it's gonna melt or if, you know if it's gonna mm. over time if it's gonna degrade a little bit in, in the looks department um, you know, if I'm shooting at the restaurant, I got to worry about, I don't want to disturb customers, stuff like that. So there are still concerns and responsibilities I need to take, take into account. But uh, overall, I feel it's a little bit easier shooting food. Also because food is smaller. And so proportionally, the lights that I have to bring mm. don't have to be as huge yeah. as yeah. when I'm shooting people. Um, hey, what's up, kid? And uh, that in itself makes it a little bit easier. I can, I can theoretically fit my food shooting gear all in one backpack whereas if i'm doing a commercial shoot for you know for like a clothing company or something if i'm shooting a model uh yeah it's not all gonna fit in in my backpack you gotta come to my studio and Mm -hmm. have all the stuff laid out when i went on instagram and i looked at island bag it's a bunch of there's a there's a bunch of pictures Mm -hmm. in there it's beautiful pictures of food thank you thank you is there another instagram that you have that we can look at that has your portfolio oh no i only do i only have one like some people say oh you got to do separate ones for each category of whatever i'm like "Ah, i don't have time for that also if i scroll back a year before COVID, (laughs) oh yeah yeah if you go back to like 2013 you'll say well though i took out some of the other things um but yeah you'll see <laughs> what, at, what, at, what, what kind of other yeah, things man at a certain <laughs> point it just becomes all food yeah. and travel yeah um because the food and travel is the stuff that 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 people liked and so i you know i want to give the people what they want to see yeah and I, i've never been popular on the internet so i was like okay let's do this and try to be popular on the internet are you missing the other kind of jobs well, do you miss it a lot of them paid more better yeah uh but i guess a lot that's also a factor of, of the pandemic too um, but you know it I feel very lucky to be doing what I'm doing yeah either, either way and it's not like I'm homeless or anything so mm-hmm. I'm fine like now okay I have a question so if you had to take a wahoo and say like you know we could really use another one or a, a good one of this type of food like 
we don't really have a good Hungarian whatever, you know, or like a... <laughs> Not really, yeah. Eastern uh, European food representation. Yeah, is, is there, no. there's some kind of thing that you would say, I wish this would come here. I know you're not going to say, oh, I wish Olive Garden was here. It is now. Yeah. So we're good. But uh, there was something that you said, oh, you know, I really wish something like this would come. For the longest time for me, it was, no one could get a... Um, you know, burger. Katsu. Oh, no the katsu. way that they do in Japan, you know, uh-huh. like yeah. the cabbage that yeah. they do in Japan. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, if anyone could just do it here. Now you have some places that are almost there, yeah. here, you know, but like, is there a certain food or a certain type of food that you think, oh, oh yeah. this would just come here, that'd be great. So like, you, you've been to Tamafuji? I have been yeah. to Tamafuji. I mean, that was pretty yeah, good. It's right? as close as it gets yeah. there, and, yeah. And uh, Biden is pretty good too. I, I don't know if I've been to Biden. That's in Waikiki. Oh, they're no, pretty yeah. good. They're they're yeah. they're good. Yeah. That's on yeah. Beachwalk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Tamafuji and, and Biden are real legit in terms of authenticity. Yeah. In terms of the experience you can get in Japan, um, you get unlimited cabbage, unlimited rice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome, right? Yeah. Um, also, if you, if you haven't tried them yet, um, try Nana Aikatsu in Ohana Holly Marketplace. Where's that? It's Ohana Holly Marketplace is where Sports Authority used to be. Yeah. That, oh, okay. That thing mm-hmm. with all the vendors inside. Oh, okay, okay. Dude, there's that some place. really good food places. Oh there, yeah, there's actually. a lot of good yeah. places there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of good places there. It started off different, and then now it got into like a food place, right? It started as a marketplace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's got, got both. It's got all kinds but, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. but then yeah. all of a sudden, some food places started to go in there, and they're yeah. like, "We can go in here and do food." <laughs> yeah. And then there's a like there's a there's a full sushi bar, sushi bar, and the whole thing, and then the sushi actually in there is pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. There's a lot of hidden gems over there. But there was okay. There's one tonkatsu place yeah. that was not like cuts of the meat, but it was like slices of layered. Yeah, it was layered. Yeah. What is that place? That's not an aikatsu. They is have the mie fuye, a f- mie fuye style. It's like a layered yeah. katsu. Because um, that was in Shirokia when the other Shirokia existed. Oh, there was a place in Shirokia that did it. Yeah. Oh, really? And they were, and okay. you could see they you they oh. cut it so you could see the layers, but then they I don't know where they went to. Oh yeah, they, yeah. There was a place in Shirokia that did it. Yeah. Yeah, but they're I think they're gone now. Yeah. And yeah. the whole Shirokia food court is yeah. Still I mean, the whole food court anyway. didn't exist. Um, but yeah, the oh, Nana Aikatsu in Ohana Holly Marketplace does that layered style. I've only ever had that in Japan before. Okay. And that just makes it so tender. Yeah. And so, it's so, so oh, good, Oh, my dude. gosh. Um, like, they're really killing it. And they also have Spam Musubi Katsu, which you can Ooh. see right there. Pretty, oh, pretty yeah, cute, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spam Musubi Katsu. Nice. Spam Musubi Katsu. Yeah, yeah, they make it, you know. So, like, the, it's run by uh, Leanne and Mike, two local people. Okay. Um, oh. And I think the story was Leanne was telling me that Mike... Uh, she really liked katsu. They like they go to Japan a lot. And they they Leanne really likes katsu. And then yeah. Mike, being such a great and loving husband, was <laughs> determined to make good katsu for for his wife. Huh. And wow. he got really good at it. And they're like, oh, I guess we should start selling this. And and they did. And it's, really, yeah. I mean, that's the story as I understand. Oh, wow. Uh, maybe you can have them. Dude, on the Japan has <laughs> legit katsu. Like every time I go there in Narita Airport, there's awesome katsu oh yeah you can so, get like five dollar katsu so awesome. I get yeah you I get, get killer food in the airport yeah. and you go katsu what? don't bowl and I get on the plane and I know right <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right that's how I do it yeah this, it's just it's it's uh, it's so interesting how like the food like for like, like katsu soba you can get awesome soba for like three, 300 yen like three bucks yeah and mm-hmm. you stand up eat it and go but wait wait you didn't, you didn't ask me. so what could oh, we use right, here oh, right. what, what is something what would we could here? use here yeah. well I, okay if we were talking about Japan like I was I was just actually talking about this uh, with another friend of ours on Clubhouse the other day that if food from Japan and uh, or a, a style of cooking and food from Japan that I really want to see here that I've never ever seen here is uh, monjayaki and okonomiyaki 
Well, we have had okonomiyaki here. You can get it at Chibo, right? Okay. But in Japan, a lot of places, when you order okonomiyaki, you, you make it yourself at the table. Have you been to any of those no. places mm-hmm. before? No. You have. Can you explain what ono- oh, okonomiyaki, okonomiyaki is? Uh, for those oh, bro, we're going to have to take know. away your last name. Uh, on, in, <laughs> on, in, on in uh, our podcast <laughs> land. You, you, wait, have you had that before? No, probably. You might have. This is another it's, it's just basically... <laughs> um, it's like at Korean restaurants you had the seafood pancake and stuff like that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's that. sort of like a Japanese okay. version oh, of that. Okay, I know what that is. You can put all kind of stuff inside. Um, you usually cook it on a you know. A tepan. And they have different styles. Yeah. There's part a Hiroshima of it is style. Yeah, and Hiroshima style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Part yeah. of it is the art of watching them make it too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah. really fun to watch. Because it takes a while to make. Yeah, depending on what kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, taku taku that Yamachan please takoyaki Yamachan. Yamachan. I think it's called. It's in Don Quixote and Kaeka. They they were just using they were just making takoyaki for a mm, while mm. and then now they're starting to make okonomiyaki too yeah oh, okonomiyaki really? and they make different styles of okonomiyaki so oh, okay. you can try yeah so you should go there and go try it's really good because they put like <laughs> this they put that sauce whatever yeah, that the sauce, that sauce yeah, is yeah, yeah. and that sauce you oh, can so eat good. a shoe with that sauce Let's <laughs> yeah, go exactly. there and try okay oh, yeah and we down. should yeah it's really good yeah but okay. uh, yeah there's oh so, go ahead oh, no. let's just say uh, desert island discs oh. You know, just ask him. Huh? Okay, we uh, I don't know we always yeah. ask our we always ask our that's my thing apparently. We yes. always ask our guests. Yes. Um, if well, well, first of all, this is a we are technically on a music channel. Okay. So oh, we try, yeah, to, yeah, we try yeah. to shoehorn in oh, something. Do I have musical. to sing something too. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> karaoke <have> sessions. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to shoehorn music in here somewhere. Oh, all right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. So like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's the music thing. Um, <laughs> what kind of music do you like to listen to while you eat? Um, <laughs> no, uh, we have uh, we have what's well, called Desert Island Discs. Yeah, right. So if you were gonna get stuck on a desert island, yes, you get to keep three albums with you. Three albums. So if you have three albums, uh, and they cannot be greatest hits albums. Okay. Unless you don't know album cuts, which some people don't. In which case, can I tell you what's on my quick bookmarks on my radio on my that's car? Fine. You can yeah. do. You can do. Uh, <laughs> well, it's three. It's three artists or just oh, three, three artists. artists. Okay. That well, you enjoy music. Um, I don't really listen to I mean I don't necessarily have a lot of big favorites and stuff a lot of my favorite music is basically correlated to what can I sing at karaoke because <laughs> th- that's the kind of stuff I'd want to practice when you know when I'm just listening because you know kill two birds with one stone so a lot of times I'm listening to uh, alternative rock from like the late 90s early 2000s for some reason okay. I can sing more of those songs okay you like Pearl Jam and Nirvana yeah yeah like that, that and like Dude, Green, Green Day stuff like that you guys are like Brothers right, from different. I know it's like the same last name. I don't understand. This is so <laughs> weird. Okay, go so, ahead. So I mean, like yeah. So for like I mean Green Day, a lot of their I yeah. don't even know what albums they are, but <laughs> like a lot of their songs from the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, I sing at karaoke. The American um, Idiot album. Yeah, American. Yeah, American. Yeah. That was a good album. Yeah. yeah. This is so weird. Okay. <laughs> what? 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 what, this what, what? Is, no, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. You two have never met each other, had no idea, and yet you're both like, "Yeah, I never like school." Oh yeah, Green Day is awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, what is happening right now? We have so much in common. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so. And then you both spend a lot of time on the computer, like working on pictures to make them look. Oh perfect, yeah. And right, because he does designs and right. he does the photos. But you know, he'll sit there when he's talking about editing stuff. You're editing a picture. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. editing a picture. It's just that he drew the picture generally. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, when he's doing something, he'll. Anyway, it's just it's tripping me out. Tripping okay, me. wait. Do the other, do the other two. Okay, uh, do the, the other two but, bands. Yeah, um, so you know, something from Green Day would probably be fine. I'd be fine with yeah. that. Okay. Uh, 
what else is there? I mean, it's probably something from Red Hot Chili Peppers. I like that band too a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I should mention too that. So when I'm editing, the kind of music I listen to is a lot different though. Because mm. when I'm editing pictures, I like to listen to. It's like the same uh, way when I was doing math homework back in the day. I like to listen to music that doesn't have lyrics in it. Because mm. then that just makes me start thinking too much. So I gotta have something sure. a little bit more instrumental. Sure. Uh-huh. So like lately, I've been listening to uh, synthwave. When I um, editing music is current, kind of like a electronic house ish with eighties thing, oh. like sound effects wow. in it. I don't know. You can Google it, um, or uh, you know, I I like more of that. Or I listen to video game music when I'm editing. That's fun. I like video games. Video so, game music. Yeah, yeah. Video like game the Fantasy. Donkey Kong soundtrack. Uh, maybe something <laughs> a little bit more contemporary. More like Final Final Fantasy stuff like that. Yeah, like oh, for example, okay. uh, yeah. the Final Fantasy VII remake just I came out. I thought it was like a. No, not really. Um, like the Final over Fantasy over music again. is a little bit more orchestr- orchestral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, got it's it. It's very a little bit more. Okay. I, I like that kind of stuff. It's it's got that nostalgic pull for me too, and uh, you know it's it's familiar as well. No. Did, did you play that? Final the, Fantasy? The remake? 7? No, I, I, I've I only recently started playing video games again because... Because oh. you started playing Fortnite, so I was like, oh, you're yeah, into all this kind of stuff. Sunday, so no, yeah, oh. my son got into Fortnite. So oh, right. for a long time, I, I, I did not play video games, not because I don't like video games, yeah. because I love video games, yeah. but I know that once I start playing, I'm not no, going to yeah, stop. Yeah, right, right. And I have, you know, Discipline. kids and... A wife, and they would be very upset with me if of I, course. I did. And he has a podcast to do. And when he uh, comes here and he's all grumpy and tired, uh, we know that he's been playing Fortnite yeah. <laughs> four o'clock in the morning. So now he has a problem. Oh, yeah, now okay. he has a problem, and it's yeah. coming close to the point where we need help. Ah, oh, <laughs> intervention. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down. I didn't you know, play John. the last two days because I just been so busy at work. So no way. I, yeah, I haven't. Really? And there's been an update. You can now drive. Like they got these new tires for the cars. Oh. You can run over people. Neat. It's great. Do you do you get salty when you lose online? No, no, or not I, that you I'm, lose. I'm, you win most of the time. No, right? I'm terrible. <laughs> I, I'm terrible. Like uh, I just can't. You know, it's been 20 years, so I uh-huh. feel like uh, my video game. Awareness still, is okay. is really bad. A little bit. So oh, little bit. I, I'm I'm junk. Like my, like they know my son calls me uh, emotional support. Oh really? That, that's what I, that's my rule. So does your your son have a better score than you do? Oh yeah, he's way better. Really? Than oh, yeah. wait, how old is he? He's nine. Oh okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> he's, he's, he's good. Well, did he's good. did you play the original Final Fantasy seven? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I I never got. I I missed all of that. Oh, you missed all of that. Yeah, that I went was like from 90, um, I went from Doom. Oh, that's a really old school. Till yeah. Fortnite. Okay. That, that's wow. how far that's a big my, my <laughs> black that's a big hole jump. is. That's a big, that's a big <laughs> jump. That is a large black hole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He just, wow. He missed entire ages of, yeah. of computer games. Yeah. Yeah. So it saved it, you yeah. a lot of money, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And Ultimately. time, probably. But well, probably it saved you a lot of money and allowed you to get married and have kids because you never would have met you never would have met your wife if you just yeah. playing video games. Yeah. Yeah. However, I, I do. Yeah, I know that too. <laughs> right, right. That's one of the uh, PlayStation is one of the best birth controls out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do tell people though that uh, the video games of today though are different than the video games of yesterday because I think we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. In what the, way? the video games before it was very. Um, you know, one-player games, like Single or player, someone yeah. have to be with you physically in the room. Now, yes. now you're dealing with a social network that's worldwide, right? Yeah, you can play like online multiplayer. Yeah, so, know, so with, there's with a little bit more of a social component to it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I'm still kind of partial to the single-player experience, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like. There's not as many games like that anymore. Uh, there are if you look for them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Like for me, I like strategy games and uh, simulation game stuff. That's you know, mm. 
I'm only I'm only by myself, you know. <laughs> um, Do you have like a like a fake farm and you farm stuff and what is oh, that? Animal, animal, cro- animal, animal crossing. crossing. Animal crossing. Yeah. I've played that, but like the things I like are more um, more complicated than that, like oh, building okay. a city, stuff like that, or, or growing my my civilization from the ancient Stone Age until yeah, the and then you attack another civilization. I try to be peaceful. I try to uh, just make my my civilization very awesome, and then <laughs> everyone. Bows down to me, unless they attack me first. <laughs> then all bets are off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, Dev, I, I was thinking when we do the the three desert island discs, maybe we should we have to um, update it for the the time we're in today because mm. yeah, I can tell you what video games I'd want to keep with me. Probably well, well, a lot more easily. What I'm than saying music. is, when you say desert island discs, I think the kids nowadays and reads younger than us too is like, well, if I'm on a desert island, why don't they just send a drone or <laughs> why don't I whatever? So you got to say like, you're going on a trip to. To the outer galaxy that has no Wi-Fi. It has no Wi-Fi, <laughs> and you can only galaxy. take three. You know, Dude, your iPod why, only. Why do we have to make this you know? scenario something that I, I don't understand? Because John wants to turn it into a video game kind. No, of because thing. people yeah, don't really understand Desert this. Island already. That doesn't. That's not. I mean, it still exists, yeah. but for the young yeah. kids, Castaway's too old. Yeah, they, they, seen don't, they don't understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could just say if we locked you in your room yeah. and wronged <laughs> 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 you, you really your Wi Fi. in a dungeon for a million <laughs> years. All you found was your yeah. parents' old LPs oh, and a record oh, player. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. If we, we give you an old rusty record player. You can pick <laughs> three <laughs> albums. Go. <laughs> yeah. Get the radio player and turn it, tune it to Kumu. Yeah, 94.7. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So you're right, though. Let's work on that. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to take a short break and come back for our patron. We'd like to thank all of our YouTube subscribers who are watching now. The question that we're going to go through in our Patreon is if you could only eat one style of food, and mm. I'll define the styles after we, we get off, for the rest of your life, what style of food would that be? Mm. So we're going to go talk, talk about that in a minute, but thank you to everybody who's tuned in, and we'll see you next week. See you.